The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you the Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi and welcome to another live show of Strike Point. I'm David Naylor and as promised last week, it is a live show. We were a little bit late because I couldn't be found. We were playing Where's Wally, but it was Where's Dave N. And anyway, I'm here now and my co-host as normal is Mixel. You there, Mickey? Yes, absolutely. I'm here and we're live again as we promised. Two Mondays in a row, that's pretty good for Strike Point. We will try and do better, as we yep. promised last time. So, um, again, we're live. And, uh, I'm, in chi- I'm in Chicago. What? I'm in Chicago next week. Just, I'm in Chicago oh, yeah, next week. Yeah, and so next week might be a little difficult. But so Yeah, and we are actually going to talk a little bit about um, the upcoming conference in uh, Chicago, SES. One of the old conferences, I would say, um, one of the old venues. Um, and it's such a shame that this is really one of the conferences that I'm missing out. Um, I would have loved to go there, but um, unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Um, even though I never understood why they placed the December conference in Chicago. It's so bloody cold and windy there. But it's a great conference. It's a, it's a great venue. And usually there's a lot of people there, really good sessions. And so um, you're going there, Dave. Yep, I certainly am. Um, I love Chicago. I don't know why I... It's most probably my most... My favorite SES show was Stockholm. Don't know why, it just was. Uh, I was always bloody cold as well. And Chicago was like my my second favorite. And obviously SES New York and uh, San Jose were up there. But for some reason, Chicago's always been close to my heart. And I don't think that I've missed a Chicago show. So, and I'm the, moving it next year as well. So maybe it won't be as awesome, um, uh, uh, you know what I mean, next year. But I love it. I love the cold. I think it's, you know what I mean, it, it's brilliant. It, it, everyone keeps close together. There's good conversations. Um, much better than, like, if it's in Vegas and stuff like that. I hate Vegas with a passion. Um, yeah. But, no, it's a good show. It's smaller. So, yeah, it's just it's just dirty. You know, it's a dirty, dirty place. Um, where, obviously, Chicago's clean. It, it's a good place. It's Chicago home of is very again. clean. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I like it. Anyway, so it, I, I'm, I'm in Chicago. And and you, if you're into blues music, of course, Chicago is the one place to go. Uh, that's what I want yeah. to... Really, really love about Chicago. All the all the little clubs there and places, and that just this is, I mean, the center of the world when it comes to blues music. So that's good. If you like that. So I'm sorry, I'm not going there. Uh, so what are you talking about? In the what are you presenting on uh, this time? Oh my God, loads of stuff. Um, 
blending um, is it an opportunity or a curse for webmasters? Uh, I'll just, well, I was going to cover a little bit of this in the show later today, actually. Uh, the, actually, the organics now is only 21% real estate of the Google like SERPs page because they've blended that much of the stuff into it that organics is like just a small fraction of the, uh, what it used to be. So we're looking at that as an opportunity or curse is one of the things we do in um, Black Hat, White Hat, I think, and SEO versus PPC. I'm doing it, obviously, I'm on the SEO panel because PPC is just damn way too expensive. Um, <laughs> so that should be interesting. And I think I've got another panel as well. I, I always, it seems to all of a sudden I ended up with like a load more than I thought I was going to get. And I was like, oops. <laughs> But, you know, I've got a good team behind me now, so the presentation's uh, easy enough to do. And as long as I stay on track and focused, like I always do, um, it should be a, another good show. I yeah. hope. He prays. So, um, yeah, be. we also um, <laughs> we also want to talk a little bit today about um, Google Suggest. And uh, also, I've been to... Um, a interesting affiliate conference in Stockholm just um, last week. I want to talk about that and affiliate conferences in general. And then uh, I guess we, if we get the time for it, we will also cover a little bit on uh, on paid content and the current trend that at least some newspapers are now talking more and more about um, paying for content and um, how that's going to go and especially how that's going to play with the search engines. So maybe uh, we should have a short break uh, to present the sponsors and uh, we'll be back with the rest of the show. So stay with us for a few minutes and we'll be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. 
localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to Strike Point. Oh, we're back. Okay, Michael. Are you there, mate? Are you done with the scene? Yeah, I thought, well, I heard the music and I thought I would start talking and I kept hearing the music and I said, okay, I'll wait a little bit longer then. Um, yeah, so can we just do the paid content? There's two little bits I want to do, paid content and paid Twitterers, because this is kind of funny that it's both local to me. Um, Johnson Press has announced that they're now going to do a, a paid subscription model for their newspapers um, online. So that's kind of like this is on the back of the Microsoft and uh, Rupert Murdoch thing about blocking Google. I don't know if they're going to go for the first click first thing. I tried to get hold of somebody down there and couldn't. Um, so anyone at Johnson Press, I know you don't really like me, but hey, I still like you guys. So if you want to tell <laughs> what me have how you done to them. <laughs> It's a long story, dude. Seriously, <laughs> we 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 go way back. Um, so yeah, it, they they used to they, well live in the, the local newspaper where I live and stuff like that. So and you know I'm a vocal kind of guy. Um, so that's interesting. But the other, the one that made me laugh today was that I was reading that Darlington, which is a, a little town. Uh, further north than where I live, are, are paying someone to be the official Darlington Twitterer, and they're paying them £140 a year. <laughs> £140 characters, £140. Thank you very much. And I, I thought that was kind of funny, you know what I mean? It's the, the fact that you could actually go, you know, we'll give you 140 quid, um, and you'd be the, the voice of Darlington. Um Pretty much, that's what Darlington's worth, I guess. If there's any Darlington listeners, listeners, I do apologise. I just thought it was funny that you're only paying someone 140 quid, um, a pound per character. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> some anyway, more serious stuff. I, I, <coughs> I think I mean there's there's no doubt that more newspapers are, or at least you know the trend in newspapers these days is to try out some kind of of paid subscription models uh, for online. But also, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what they how they're going to deal with it. It looks like some of the Murdoch magazines are going to do an exclusive with Bing. However, uh, some of the Murdoch uh, chain of, of of magazines and newspapers, for instance, some of of them in Denmark, uh, it would be totally ridiculous for them to cut a deal with Bing because they really really don't have any any coverage in um, in Denmark. Uh, so it wouldn't work for them here, at least. Um, so the question is, uh, um, but they have announced some of the newspapers in Denmark too, and I, I heard the same thing around the world, that they will, will go for some kind of, of paid subscription model, at least for some of their, 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 their stuff. Um, so, of course, I, it's interesting to, to see if, if that's going to work out for them. Remember that in the beginning when newspapers went online, a lot of them actually went for, for paid models. 
and then they yeah. removed them because it didn't work. And now they're going back in that same direction. I'm just wondering what kind of new thinking they put into it so that they believe that it's going to work this time. I have my doubts. Um, and it's funny enough because I, as we talked about last time, people do want to pay for content. I mean, if you go back in time, one of the first things that I paid for was uh, Danny Sullivan's newsletter back when, when he hit that, had that uh, free version that came out once a month and then he had a paid version that came out twice a month. And, and, and we were a lot of people paying for that. What was that back in 99 or 2000 or something like that? And, and, and we were happy to yeah. pay for that. And today, people are also paying for access to niche kind of information. I'm running a service called Jobber where there's information as part of it. People pay for that. Uh, the SEO Mars uh, and other, other websites or, or the Black Hat Forum. You know, people pay for very niche-oriented, very high-quality uh, information. But I'm not sure if they're going to pay for, for, for regular news. You know what? I would. I pay for... I, I mean, I love the BBC's website, okay? And I, I make no bones about it. And I like it because there's no ads on it. Now, I would pay for my, for my choice of reading if it wasn't ad. You know, ads slow everything down. It's, it's like... It's so bloody annoying. I want to get almost... Here we go. This is the Sergey Brin coming out of me. I want the internet to be fast. I want to, when I click on a link from Google, it's a load as if it's going out of fashion. You know what I mean? It's like it's, and I, I find that the the one thing that slows websites down is Google. It's crazy. It's like AdSense and Google Analytics. You load all that Google crap onto your web page, it slows it down. I would be quite happy pay a newspaper to feed me the news that, that, that is of quality with ad, without any ads. Now, my problem is, is if I have to pay for it and there's still stuffing ads down my face, then I'd be a bit but, pissed. But you know what? That's not what I'm seeing. That's not really what I'm seeing, uh, seeing happening. Because the problem is that you're fighting a very large team and a very powerful team at the newspapers, the ad sellers. The department that sells ads are not going to give up ads just because they introduce subscriptions. I bet you that 99% of the newspapers are going to introduce paid subscription models. They're also going to have ads on top of it. So you're not going to get ad free. I don't think so. Uh, I've worked with newspapers and 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 when I, I introduced back, back when I was managing the biggest uh, uh, search engine here in, in, in Scandinavia and Denmark uh, called Persia, when I was managing that, I was thinking exactly the same thing you said. People want to go to our search engine to search fast. Uh, so how much are we making on average per user in ad revenues? And when you cut it out like that for, for a search engine or portal or website or newspaper, if you, if you calculate how much is the ad revenue per unique user per year, it's not actually very much. Uh, when I calculated it back then for for Persia, I think it was something like two or three dollars per unique user per year that we had in ad revenues. So I'm thinking, hey, if we can charge them just let's say ten dollars a year to get an ad-free version of Persia, why wouldn't we do that? We would we, we wouldn't have need that many salespeople, and 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 people would be more happy, and we would make twice as much as we do now on on ads on those unique users. But you know what? It was impossible to get through that organization. And I experienced the same thing with newspapers, getting through an organization um, that are media and advertising driven 
and and have them accept that they need to fire all those advertising people and those uh, ad seller people. It's it's it's. It, I don't think it's going to happen. Not right around the corner. Well, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? You know, what I mean, it's like, I'd like to see it. Um, yeah, I am Definitely. so honest. Honest to God, I'm I'm about to go off on a major, major like. No, I'm, I'm not going to. I can't. I, I'm, I, I I want to absolutely go over the top at the moment and go and out something so much. And this is like Google. And I, to be honest with you, I think you're a right bunch of bastards at the moment for what you're doing. And I, seriously, if I w- if I wouldn't get sued for t- saying it. I'd say it right now. Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there going, what the hell is Dave talking about? Um, in, in private meetings, I'll tell you, but to be honest with you, I think what they've done today in AdWords is absolutely disgusting. Um, and like I said, I am disgusted with it. I've just seen it now, as you can most probably guess. I was just looking for an example for the next piece and came across it, and I'm like, fuck yes. I, honestly, I've... I'm I'm upset. Continue. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. Anyway, another side of the of the newspaper going for the subscription uh, or subscription model of some kind is, of course, also the question of whether or not you you brought it up just before uh, the break, whether or not they're going to go for the first click free program. And in case some of the listeners don't know about that uh, program, go and search for it. Uh, it's a program that Google launched some time ago where subscription-based uh, websites can get their pages indexed as well. Uh, there are some, some rules that you need to follow, and one of the important ones, of course, is that a, a click-through from Google needs to be free. So the first click needs to be free, and then whatever you do with the user from there on is, is, is basically up to you. Um, go and check out the f- first click free program. Um, but I'm not sure if, if the newspapers uh, are going to opt in for that. or what. Have you heard any rumors on that? Um, I think you can. As a newspaper, I think you can. I don't know if any of them will do. I think it'd be dangerous, um, president for them to to actually set if they, they go down that route. My guess is is that what they need to do is fire, paywall it and firewall it. Because um, if you like googling, they're going to be in through the back door like Billyo, um, and people will just go through the back. Door. I'll cash it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I mean obviously the big problem that the newspapers are going to have is people just rewriting the paid articles. Yeah, and, and, and also, I mean, if they're not going to remove the ads, I, I agree with you that I do think that they have a business uh, opportunity if they if they remove the ads and sell it to people like you and me that are willing to pay for not you know getting all those ads in, in our news. Uh, but I'm not sure they're going to go that route. And and so if it's just a, a, a matter of, of firewalling it and, and closing it down for anybody who don't want to pay, um, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that's gonna gonna play out. No, um, it'd be interesting anyway. It's like, it, like it will be. Johnson Press is doing it now. Yeah, so, and um, yeah, time will tell. So um, let's move on um, to the next thing. Um, yeah, I, I just want to mention that, uh, that um, just before we have a short break again, I just want to mention that um, I came home from this conference in Sweden. Um, it was actually one of my first, actually I did a few before, but this was one of the bigger, that um, an affiliate conference, which is a great thing to go to. Uh, it's very different than, than the SEO conferences, and this one was, was interesting as well, but, but also um, very different 
from from the, from the SEO conferences. I'm not sure if it's just this affiliate conference. The format was very different, different, uh, more informal, open panel style, uh, which can be. I mean, from a presenter point of view, it's it's a lot easier just to go and, and sit down in a sofa and, and, and chat with with other geeks about stuff, uh, take some questions from the audience and things like that. Um, but other than that, it was it was a cool place. It was an interesting conference and definitely worth going to again. It was. I would say for, for, for the size of, of, of Stockholm and, and, and the size of the business right now, it was pretty good attended. I think there was 250 or 300 people or something, which I think is, is pretty good for, for local Swedish conference. That's good, uh, yeah. Better, better than most of the SEO conferences uh, in small countries. So so all all good. Um, you should go and check that out. I think it was called the Super Affiliate Summit or Affiliate Summit Super something. Go <laughs> um, <laughs> and check it out. It was good. Uh, so, I love the fact that you go to these little conferences, Mikkel, and you can never remember the name of them. No, but I, I you know, I, I can't remember any names, uh, not even my own name. Sometimes it's, <laughs> I have a, you know, some, this some. Is this is true. But, it, 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 <laughs> but it's really obscure, you know. I never. It was the same thing when I was a kid, and could never remember names. But I can always remember numbers and have these. These weird episodes where you know I, c- I could remember the, the the phone numbers of girls that I liked, but I couldn't remember their names, so I couldn't call them. You know, <laughs> it was it's kind of silly, but um, <laughs> it's it's not so good. Um, anyway, I think that um, we need to take a, a just a very short break to um, give the sponsors just a little bit of room. And so, if you stay with us, uh, please welcome our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. X Y seven the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you, 'cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid for sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. Eight six six X Y seven pays. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to X Y seven dot com. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Revenues can come from many different sources. 
Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle and Company can help you grow your top line revenue. Lytle and Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle and Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle and Company, the card's not present. But we are. Find out more at Lytle. L-I-T-L-E dot com. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the final piece of Strike Point. Um, what are we finishing off on, Michael? Totally forgot. Yep, well, well I was just, um, I was actually just checking what was going on on, on, on Twitter in, in the break here, and then suddenly you're coming back so fast, it's... it's <laughs> Anyway, I think we're talking about conferences, um, and we've been covering uh, paid content, and um, I wanted to cover a little thing on um, on Google Suggest, uh, unless you want to bring up any, no, anything no, else. No, Google uh, is good. Good stuff on this. I mean, I've just been, 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 um, there's just been more and more talk about what kind of role Google suggests really uh, play in, in, in user behavior. And of course, how much and how easy you can manipulate Google suggest. Um, and also, you know, I've you know, done a little bit of research on it and, and just playing around with it is, is quite funny. You know, you know it, 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 it definitely won't take you a long time before you start seeing some really funny things uh, <laughs> when, you, when you type certain things. There was a, a case, now of course I can't say the name, but there was a case in Denmark, a very high society, uh, a woman that, that was caught just recently for, for possession of cocaine. Uh, very, very embarrassing for her. And, uh, and newspapers was writing about it. Her name was all out on the newspapers. And then within a few hours, um, the court told the, the rule that, that the newspapers have to erase it. Erase it. So all the newspapers raised any mention of her name and this cocaine thing. So you couldn't find anything in the newspapers. Of course, Google still have it all in the cache. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, when you when you now when you search for her name, she have a very uh, specific name. Now, when you search for her name in Google, suggest it comes up her name and then cocaine arrest uh, arrested uh, and and you know all these really really bad things that turn up in Google. And first of all, of course, it's, it's, it's funny, uh, unless, of course, you are that, that woman. Um, and, and also it made me think, is Google, I mean, you know, in my logic, Google should be responsible for the same uh, ruling in, in, in the Danish court system that eventually forced the newspapers to remove any mentioning of her name and relation to, to this case. Um, but Google suggests, of course, you know, doesn't doesn't seem to um, to honor honor that ruling, um, and uh, you know I just found it interesting whether or not that um, that would actually hold up in court or not. 
Um, and if Google at least thinks they are they are obligated to to um, to local law, and and I mean in this case, I'm searching on Google.dk. You know, they have an office in Denmark, and and you know, in any way and sense, you could say that they're running a business in Denmark. So you know, any logic would say that they would apply to local laws as well. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just. Um, I was just thinking about it. Anyway, it's a funny case. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because the way that I see it is that if I go on a man mission and spread bad news about people all over the internet on blogs and stuff, the blog owners have got a. a, a, a it's their responsibility to remove that content or the ISP's responsibility to remove that content under court order. So the problem that I have is that Google seems to always go, well, it's automated. You know what I mean? It's like, it's on your servers. I mean, we've just had to, um, one of my friends whose blog is actually hosted on one of my servers wrote about an SEO company that was basically ringing him up all the time and just being obnoxious and lying to him. When he blogged about it, he ranked for their name. Um, and the solicitors have been in touch with me saying, look, you're the host. If you don't take it down, we will sue you for damages. And I'm like, oh, great. You know what I mean? It's like, what a pain in the ass. Should I just move it to the Ukraine or should I just take it down, which is easiest? You know what I mean? It's bully boy techniques from a company that realistically, you know what I mean? No, no one's lied about them. You know what I mean? So, but, I, but by law, I've got to change that. If, on the other hand, I manipulate Google Suggest so that when I type in their name, it just fills it up with bad stuff, who do, who do, who, who, who do they sue then? Yeah, uh, it's definitely going to be a very, very difficult case, and uh, to sue you about it. <laughs> but, but I yeah, mean, which, I mean, I mean, that's the thing, I, isn't it? You know, if if you went if you went to type in, um, well, it is. You know what I mean? It's like if you type in the company name now, I get four options. I get LTD, which is obviously a limited company. So their name LTD, their name forum, their name review, their name. Scam. Okay. Now, if I was searching for someone and I saw scam, I'm pretty damn sure that I would go and I would click on that. You know what I mean? To find out w- why someone's saying it's a scam. You know what I mean? And when I when I do it, I can see the website that they're that they're, that they're having problems with, um, and it's there. And you know what I mean? It's 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 just bad karma for them. But they're using bully boy techniques to get this stuff removed but they can't get it removed from Google. No, I mean... Now, there's a problem. But I think there's a, there's a lot of, of, of anti-reputation management or, or attack on, on people's reputations that, that whether or not they, 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 they deserve it is really, really difficult to, um, to go about in a legal way because, again, you know, how, how can you prove who, who influenced Google suggests in a way that they now turn up with these. Yeah, it's impossible. It's impossible. It, what if, it, what I about mean, Google, Google would be able to provide the IP data and logging that you know could pinpoint who would do it if you then got access to the ISPs logs and then got access to blah blah blah. But I mean, we're talking about 
something that would usually require very, very serious offense to get access to this kind of data. And I'm pretty sure that, that Google is not going to give up that data if, uh, for, for, for anything like that. No, definitely not. I mean, the thing about it is, it's like, I mean, what happens if, as an example, the, I do a little bit of cloaking on an article that is bad for this company, way too late to me, and then just basically 301 that article to, uh, you know what I mean, uh, let Google keep indexing the article, and then 301, the, just put to a, well, let users go to an article and say, this article, I've had to be taken down for legal reasons, you can still read it here in Google Cache. <laughs> <laughs> that would work, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? That would get someone into trouble, um, most probably me for suggesting it. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it is, you look at it and it's like Google has to start to being held responsible for the stuff that's on there. You know what I mean? It's like, and I don't know how they, you know what I mean, where they draw the line. You know what I mean? It's like, um, it's when I search for Tiger Woods at the moment, the first thing Google but, uh, you know, it, is it, Tiger Woods' mistress. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to the question of whether Google is a publisher or a facilitator. Uh, and and I mean, you know, they as a search engine and just a search engine. I would I would you know, I I will I would agree to some degree to the to the argument that they're not a a publisher but a facilitator. But but but, but when it comes to Google suggestion and it comes to the caching of pages, it, they're clearly moving towards the the publisher side of it. And as a publisher, you do have uh, certain responsibilities that you know are a little bit different from 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 country to country. But as I mean, throughout Europe and throughout most of the world, Google is 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 not just a foreign uh, web uh, uh, service. They are operating in Denmark. They are operating in the UK. They have offices here. They have properties here. They have employees here, and they're running a business and they're selling AdWords, a lot of AdWords, and and and. So they they should of course in general respect and apply to the laws of the business you know where they're running their business, um, but it doesn't really seem like it's always going that way. But I guess it comes down to that most people. No, it'd be interesting to see how, how things. things I mean, is it, if they, if they lose what I mean, don't forget they cleaned up a load. I mean, the problem is, is they don't know. Things like I, I mean I don't know how many US read how many US listeners we have. But it's like, if I said the word fudge, would you know what it was? In the UK, it's exactly what it is. We know exactly what it is. So they don't filter that out of search terms. You know what I mean? It's like, they'll filter out pussy. They'll fi filter out ass and anal and all this sort of stuff from suggest. But they don't filter out slang terms. So, and you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, it's like... It's like, I, I'm pretty damn sure, you know, when I search for Angelina Jolie, let's have a look, Angelina Jolie, oops, Angelina Jolie, I get two suggestions, Angelina Jolie and Angelina, ta Angelina Jolie Tattoo, really, is that all that people are searching for, because I've got a shitload of logs that says people search for her nude, but Google won't show that as a suggest, you know what I mean, but Actually, they will they, show they... things like... Go. Actually, in 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 Denmark, uh, I'm 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 on the Danish uh, side of it here, and and they actually do show the Danish word for Angelina Jolie naked uh, in the suggestion. Yeah. 
and also skinny and pictures and and yeah, well, that's the most dirty ones. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. You see, because they don't filter out foreign languages now. If they're willing to take out the Angelina Jolie nude for for me, why would they leave it in for you? That doesn't make any sense, does it? No. If they're filtering, my, if, they're filtering if, if they can filter it, you know what I mean? Who are them to say that this company is a scam and this company is a con? And, and you know what I mean? It's like if I search for Coca-Cola, um, is it going to say bad things about Coca-Cola? I don't think so. You know what I mean? It's like it's bottles. What's your... You see, What's your experience on um, What's your experience on how much how much search activity does it require to to inject certain uh, associations uh, to keywords that, that you want in there? For instance, you know the, the association of 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 crap or, or case or or, or, or or scam or something in relation to your competitors' uh, names. Have you experienced uh, anything on, on, on how how much search activity you need to push it in there? Very, very little. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just thinking. Maybe it's just because Denmark is small, but but you've seen the same thing on the UK side. Yeah, very little. Um, yeah, we did some we did some tests on search terms that we didn't expect to see in Suggest. And then when we, we ranked for it, and then we looked for what the click-through rates were and what Google AdWords data was for impressions, some of them were like 76 impressions a month. You know what I mean? So I, I, I could say <coughs> that on my blog now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a little bit worrying that it's... You know I mean, they definitely filter out a lot of, like, weird stuff. Um... But they they do bring in stuff that is easily manipulated. Yeah, yeah, that would be um, very easily manipulated. The, the the big question that I still have is that, of course, you and me and and most of the people listening to this show plays around with Google Suggest, and we are very much aware of what goes on with Google Suggest. But I'm still thinking how users are reacting to this because I mean one side of me say this is an advanced search function and average users don't use advanced search they don't uh, so that's like one side of me saying well I don't think users are actually you know picking up on, on, on Google suggest on the other side it is much more uh, intuitive than advanced search have ever been and much you know easy to use you don't really have to do anything you just type in your keyword and it pops up with these suggestions. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe users actually do adapt it, but I haven't yet seen any um, any studies that can prove whether or not average users, uh, search users, are actually picking up on on Google Suggest. Have you seen anything on that? I haven't seen anything, but what I have seen is and it's my oh yeah, but this what was that? Was that me in the background lagging a bit? Sorry. What I have seen is, as an example, in the UK, we don't call it ADSL plans, okay? We call it ADSL packages. So just think about that in mind. We, one, we In the company that I work for, we pay for staff's ADSL connection at home as perk of the job. Um, 
and Anthony was moving house, and he said, who do I go with? I said, look, just compare some ADSL packages and see what, it, what you get. He typed compare ADSL. He got providers, routers, broadband, ADSL2, plans. He read compare ADSL plans and went, that's what I'm looking for. Even though it's not a bloody term that we use, that's what he went for, ADSL plans. And when he went to it, all he got was Australian bloody web results. Now, the problem for that is, is the reason why he got Australian web results is because the Australians use ADSL plans. That's a part of their, te- their terminology. You know, it's the same as if I search for um, compare phones and it came up with compare cell phones, I would go, oh, yeah, cell phones. And more people pick on it. The more they click on it, the more it comes into the aggregators, the more that it goes around and around. Google is teaching us how to bloody search. And they're teaching us wrong. And that's what annoys me more than anything. Well, yeah. no, more than anything. But, 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 but that argument really falls into uh, my first part of the argument that, that, that Google suggests is really a, a, maybe a little bit more user-friendly, but still an advanced search function falls within the category of advanced search. An advanced search is only good if you're an advanced searcher. If you know how to use advanced uh, functions or if you know how to yeah. to to pick the right search uh, but most users don't um, so yeah I, I guess the example that you came up with uh, um, is not very user friendly so yeah but do you, have you 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 have have you seen any studies uh, yet yeah. on um, on the adaption of of google suggest in, in average users not 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 proper studies no Nothing okay. is like by a, a, an individual body. Um, yeah. it, is it, I mean, it's, while we're talking, I'm just like, I just typed in search engine. I went search engine, see what the space to see what the number one result is from google.co.uk from a UK IP address. And they offer me search engine optimization with a Z. With a friggin' Z. It's not how we spell <laughs> it. It's with an S. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. It's so, so, so bloody annoying. It's like, don't bother optimizing for UK search terms. Just pick Australian search terms and US search terms because Google don't even know that we're a little island that has got, like, a big search populace. It's like, God damn it. It's like, it's so, so, so annoying. At least you've got all the PPC ads around it correctly. The same as you've got all the PPC ads around compare ADSL. Hmm, I wonder if that's a plan. Give us crap organics and blame it on users how they search, and then give us bloody you know what I mean like ADSL plans. It's British Telecoms advertising there, and all the UK companies. I don't see Australian PPC ads. What's that all about? You know what I mean. I see Australian organics, no Australian Australian PPC. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I mate. think we are about to run out of time now. Um, as usual, we've been, been talking way too much, but... Um, Hooray, I, before I get myself into... Yeah? I'm still here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy to close the show before I get myself into trouble. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> probably the best. <laughs> Speak to you later. Yep, uh, see you all uh, <laughs> in two weeks. Okay, we'll we try and do a show this. next week. I don't know if we will, but it's all... Yeah. We have... We have a major lag problem, mate. Major lag. Okay. Speak to you later, guys. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.